When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, I feel too old for that now. Can I finish? No. Let me finish. I'm not a birthday fan. Um, 27 today. Kind of, I don't know how I feel about it. How, how old are you really? I'm 27 today. I've been around a long time and people think people think I'm a lot older, look older. Obviously I'm wise. You think, the think, white? Wise. Oh, wise. Of course, you know, people the wise are um, white. Yes. Um, yeah, 27 today. Uh, I stopped celebrating a long time ago. I'm not a celebrator of things, really. Um, it's just nice to be here alive another day, I guess. Every day's, a, every day's a good day that we're alive and well and healthy, I guess. So, um, every day's my birthday. All right, that's a good way to look at things. A few people hating on the thought of you headlining the O2. Let, let me just put it a few ways to you now. For me, I live, uh, I live in Doncaster, a long three and a half hour driveway. A mining, I live in a, I'm from a mining village in Doncaster, where like a thousand people live, yeah? So if you're gonna hate on, on, a, on, a, on a kid from Lancaster, like, 10 amateur fights, not been, not been involved in boxing too long, really. Made my way through my career, stumbled through it, I guess. You know, a few defeats here, a few defeats there, a few problems with whatever in my personal life, in my professional life. Headlining the O2, I'm very proud, I'm very happy. And I, I know people don't like it, and I understand why they might not like it, but, I'm the proudest, happiest man in the world about it, you know? You don't understand, because where I'm from, the headline the O2 is like the biggest thing, is the biggest thing. Um, it's unbelievable, and I'm so happy. Everyone's happy and proud. How do you make it all right? So, how do you know what I mean? So, so, yo, yo. How do you know what I mean? So, I'm just unbelievably happy and proud. I understand the negativity. I I'm not saying I don't understand it. I'm just saying keep it away from me. Just let me have my moment, please. Because I'm happy about it. 
Well, I wanted to headline it, and a lot of people, we saw from kind of the response, there's a lot of people out there that think, who cares? It doesn't really make a difference to people's lives. This is boxing, and what I will say is, me and Lucas Brown, Lucas Brown at this stage, I feel like I can beat him, and I feel like, on April 20th, a lot will show in my performance. Like, if I perform how I'm doing in the gym and everything comes together, people will say, David Allen, you know what, he's more than a nice kid and a tough kid. He, he can really fight. We'll be doing stuff in the gym and, and stuff in fights and, and whatever else. I'm going to show everyone what I can do, I believe. I'm really hopeful of that. But if not, boxing's about putting bums on seats. And at the O2, the show without me and Lucas Brown, there's a lot less people there than, than if there's not. But how you doing? You all right, mate? And, that, and that's the top and bottom of it. Boxing is about bums on seat, people watching at home, and people tuning to watch me, rightly or wrongly. Um, well, there's no right or wrong. People are just going to tune into what they want to watch. And, and, and how you doing? You all right? Thank you. Oh, so, how you doing? You all right? Here it is. Oh, is it good? So, um... It's very fortunate people tuning in and watching. Eddie knows that. Eddie's not stupid. Um, you know, there's, there's a select few um, on Twitter and whatever else. It's not that they don't like me, they just think I'm no good at boxing, and that's completely fine. As long as it's not a personal thing, I'm all right with it. But nothing, nothing uh, or nobody's going to take away the feeling that I've got of, of doing what I'm doing. So they can say what they want. I accept it, I embrace it, but I'm too happy. Um, too much about it. Is it safe to say that we don't know whether you're any good or not? No, no. What I would say is... <laughs> I'm would so say, joking. What, I would, so say, joking. what I would say is, though, I've shown... You know, and I understand people that say you shouldn't be doing this because he's been lazy. I've been very lazy. I've been lazy and also... Um, I've always been very honest about mental, my mental health problems. I'm full of them. <laughs> I'm not the, um, I thought I had other problems, and it's the lighting. Um, yeah, it's the lighting, yeah. I had, um, I'm a very funny man, you know what I mean? And putting together a normal eight or ten weeks is very difficult for me, and I've not managed it this time. Four or five weeks ago, I had a very funny three or four days, a very, a very funny three or four days. But that's me. It makes me what I am, I know I am. It makes me a very interesting character, I guess. I'm eccentric, I'm a bit loopy. But putting it all together, this camp, I've done it all different. I've been here, there, and everywhere. I'm training with Darren down here, and doing things I was in Liverpool the week before. I'm enjoying my boxing, I'm fit, and, and the things I've done without training, taking Tony Oka 10 rounds, Dylan White 10 rounds, Luis Ortiz 7, doing things I've done without training. I'm, I'm very talented, I'm, very, I'm an athletic kid, people won't believe it because they say how fat I am, but we'll see April 20th. I'm not going to say what I am and what I'm not, I want to show everyone. And if Lucas Brown beats me, I shake his hand and I say, Lucas, you're the better man. And I say, you know what, I'm not as good as I think I am. And I'll go back to domestic level, keep plodding away and doing whatever, but We'll see, I'm quietly confident that um, you're going to see something spectacular. From that tweet I put out the other day, which I will point out had nearly like 2,000 retweets, yep. right? From that, I think people kind of picked up on and said, hang on a minute, so we're, he's meant to headline the O2 because A, he's a nice guy and B, he's decided to train for this fight. Now, the only reason I put that thing about the training, he's actually training for this fight is because on more than one occasion in the past, you've kind of said after fights that you hadn't really bothered with camps as much as you could have. Well, I'll tell you something. I've had um, 12 fights with Matchroom. Um, well, not just Matchroom, the Tony Oka fight. I, I've, had, I've had the opportunity to have two full camps for, for, the, for the big fights. The Tony Oka fight, I was still three weeks in advance, and Nick Webb, I only knew about Nick Webb properly for six days before. Bracamonte, uh, two and a half weeks before. 
Um, uh, the, the, the Lenroy Thomas fight is what let me down, and I've got to live with that and the disappointment of it. I should, I should have beat him, all that. He's not very good, and that's why people question how good I am now because they know um, they, they, they know that Lenroy's not any good. But the, the past is the past. I'm not getting, I'm not, I'm not getting the opportunity over two because I'm a nice guy and I've trained for it. I'm getting it because I put the bums on the seats and people are tuning and watch. And effectively, that's what boxing is. I know, I know fighters. Brilliant fighters, but they can't sell a ticket, and, and no, and no one's interested. And the sad truth of it is, you're not going to get that, that. That's boxing. That's life. Life isn't fair. Boxing isn't fair. I've got a chance, and now I'm nearly as Darren Barker. So, um, so we're putting it in now because you know what? I have got talent. I can fight because the things I've done when I've not took it 100 serious, which I was wrong in doing so. You don't do that. You can, people can't do that. I'm a devilishly hard man. And I've, and, I've, and I've, you know what, it's very frustrating. I'm 27 today, and I've realised, you know what, I'm not going to live forever. And I, and I, don't, I don't like people saying I'm not any good, because I can, I can fight and I can box, and it's very frustrating. Well, this opportunity has not has come out of popularity and whatever else more than ability. Lucas Brown is a former heavyweight champion. He's a big name. Chisora Gassi is not the most exciting fight. You were meant to fight him, weren't you? If Lucas Brown got beat by Sokolovsky, it would have been me and Chisora at the other two, by the looks of things. Yeah, no, I meant Chisora's not, it doesn't, it's not set, it, doesn't, it didn't really excite me. Kelly's in a fight, but it's not a big fight. Connor Ben's on, but it won't be a big fight. Cordina Talon's a really good fight, but I don't think it's a main event You're really fight. selling the show here, by the way, Dave. No, no, what I'm saying is, <laughs> but me and Lucas Brown, for the, for the, not just for the hardcore boxing fan that loves boxing, but for the people who just tune in to watch boxing, they want to see me and Lucas Brown knock 10 bells out of each other and they want to hear me and listen to me talking about some ridiculous things and I am what I am. I'm a good fighter and I'm even better doing everything else and people, people like me and they want to watch me so if you don't want to watch me, don't watch it or watch it and, and, and struggle, away for it, struggle your way through it, you know what I mean? But well, at least it's not pay-per-view. No, it's not pay-per-view, I'm not pay-per-view yet. <laughs> you are. You are. Not well, yet. <laughs> well, I actually... Um, the night that Lucas Brown was fighting Sokolowski so I put the camera on Eddie Hearn I never put it out yeah. but I put the camera on Eddie Hearn and went up to him and I said Eddie can I have a quick reaction to uh, Sokolowski beating Lucas Brown tonight and he went what? I went yeah stop Lucas Brown in three rounds he went are you joking? I went no what's your reaction to that what are you going to do now and he went well, I suppose we'll have to do Shizora and Allen at the O2 now. I don't think we would have done. I wouldn't have watched Shizora But pan the panic on his face. No, no the, the, the panic on my face watching that fight was unbelievable. Um, and I told it. I said to Lucas, I messaged Lucas, I messaged Eddie, I said, why are you fighting this man? I didn't understand man, why Lucas was taking that fight. This man can fight, he's starting yeah. it web quicker than me. And, he, he, and Lucas, um, Sarkovsky is good. And if he was British and sold tickets and whatever else, he'd be in the British title mix. Um, so move, moving on to the fight, from talking about that, Lucas Brown will be all the better for the Sokolovsky fight. Lucas Brown's not the Brown from the Shagator fight. Um, he's not what he was, but he can still punch, he's still dangerous. I've still got to do a job. I'm the favourite with the bookmakers, but I think I think it's a good fight. It depends. It depends if, if I'm as good as if I'm as good as I think I'm I beat him. If I'm not, I'm not, and I can live with that because this is the fight where I can sit down at the end of the fight and I can say, you know what, I've trained my best, I've tried my best. This is um, that's what I am. Like where I'm at at 27, just 27 years later, that's how good I am. This is what I'm capable of, win, lose or draw. Will Cactus Jack be walking you out? 
No, it won't be that, no. Um, or Mankind, or Do Love, whichever one. It won't one. be there, but it was fantastic meeting Mick Foley. And that's what, that's what boxing's done for me, you know what I mean? Like, I was discussing it yesterday, so I was 22, I never left England, never really left Yorkshire. And the last, um, the last two or three years of my life, no, I do get some grief online sometimes, but you've got to take them up with the smooth because I'll take that all day to, to spend time with Mick Foley, to, to, to train with Alan Barker, to, to doing what I'm doing. So I'm very fortunate and, I, and I'm growing up now. And I've always been a nice boy, but you know what? I'm getting a bit older and a bit wiser and people can say what they want to me. Some of it bothers me, some of it don't, but I'm just going to continue to, to be me and be nice and that's Paul I do. Hello, Paul. So I'll just continue to do what I'm doing. Hopefully bringing joy, happiness, pearls of wisdom to, to everyone out there. Do you accept that your likability has kind of given you these opportunities, especially after some of your losses? Do you accept that that's, that is the case? Yeah, you know, I've got four losses. Always a big part of it, should we say? Three of my losses, do was better than me. Literally Thomas fight, I say it hurts. And you know what, the, the, the moment that the people not turn against me, but say, look, David, if someone turns around to me, someone like Darren Barker, someone, someone like my old, my old, my old man, someone, someone that I know, know, they know the boxing, they know me, and they say, David, you're not going anywhere. You're not going to win the British title. I hope to go on beyond. I hope to be Joshua at the keymote one day in a rematch after I've knocked him out of Wembley. But you know what I mean? If they say you can't win the British title, David, I'll say, all right, I'll pack, I'll pack up and find something else. So until that point, I'll continue to box, and I guess my likability, back to your question, is what is what's kept me in the game at times. Um, but we'll see, you know. I honestly think I'm going to beat Lucas Brown. I'm going to look fantastic doing it in the gym. I'm flying, and I am. Um, I don't like. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to keep talking and talking, putting pressure on myself, and whatever else. But. I'm, um, I'm excited. Very excited. <coughs> Lucas Brown. Um, from all those kind of fights you've had, like the Whites, the Oakers, the Ortiz, mm. where, if we're being honest, people probably didn't really kind of fancy you in those fights. Yeah. But you're at one of those fights now where kind of people are saying, do you know what? You can beat him. Yeah. People weren't really saying that you would beat Dylan White. No, no. Uh, you would have fought going into the ring. You can beat anyone. But this fight here, genuinely, I think... Certainly, right. mate. You all right? All good? So, effectively, I've been in here with a lot. I had a 50-50 with Thomas. I had a 50-50 with Nick Webb. People were saying, I don't know, all right. So, um... What was I saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, but this, this, the Brown fight is the first big fight I've been in that I can win. The Nick Webb fight, I knew all along, I said to you, I beat Nick Webb with my eyes shut. I didn't train for the fight for months, but I knew I'd beat him because I was a little bit too experienced. I old him, even though he's six years older than me. Hi, Nick. I like Nick Webb. I always apologise for everyone I've seen for beating him, so I wish I didn't. But, um, what was I saying? What was I saying? Yeah, it's a 50-50. It's a 50-50. It, it's a 50-50. Because the Lucas Brown from the Shaggy fight would be too much for me now. 
because I'm nowhere near, I've had 32 fights, I'm in problems, just 27, I'm a couple of years away still. But, so he would have been too much on the Shagir fight, you know, I believe he was a top 10, 15 man at the time, but not now he's not. It's a, it's a good fight, it's a brilliant, it's the right fight at the right time for me, I believe. That's what I would call it. On the outside looking, it's a 50-50, I guess people will say. People will say Luke's man will knock me out, some will say he's too old and I'll beat him easily. Are you confident you'll stop him? I'm confident I'll beat him. Hmm. I don't think I'm the biggest puncher in the world at heavyweight. What I am effectively is a small heavyweight with fantastic movement. People will say, fantastic movement. I've got fantastic movement. I'm a natural. I'm from a long line of professional fighters the, all the way back, the whole Allen family generation, all fought. My great granddad was the greatest roller and a rider of a punch he's ever seen. So I'm a natural and I can move, but I've been a fat bastard and I've not been able to show it. I started with Barker going, I, said, I can do it all. How come you training with Barker at the moment? Me and Barker hit it off, became really good friends. I rung him about the brown fight three or four weeks ago to discuss it. He was saying things and I was saying, you know what, Darren, I'm saying exactly the same things. The, the game plan, he was like, this game plan, I said, Darren, I'm saying exactly the same way. Let's come, I want to come down. Help me implement it, do things, and that's what we're doing. Obviously, Mick, Mick, Mick's going to be Mick's the coach. You know what I mean? Um, I've been doing things differently because things I've been doing things loads of different ways. They've not worked. Sitting in a and b for 12 weeks at a time don't work for me. I do two weeks. I go home for 10 weeks. <laughs> it's not a training camp, is it? So I've been doing things my own way. I'm 17 stone eight at the minute. I was 18 six of Bracamonte. I'm big. I'm. Uh, you know what? Like. I'm, um, this is the happiest I've been in my career. Obviously next week I might have a meltdown and I might even share, share my life again, but at the minute, I've never been happy. I've never felt better, never felt better, never eaten better, never trained better, never run better. I'm smiling all the time. I'm feeling alert, I'm feeling fresh. Usually people say, oh, he's not speaking very well. You know what, because I'm half asleep all the time, constantly half asleep, drinking 24 cans of Coke a day and 12, 12 steak bakes. And now I'm just alert, I'm fresh. I've been training this morning. Yesterday I trained three times. I was, up at, I was in Hyde Park, half past five, running around fountains. I'm just loving, um, I'm enjoying life. And when I'm, when I'm happy and enjoying things, I go in the gym and I enjoy it again. I'm just going through a couple of your, going by, shall I say, a couple of your social media posts around a month ago. Was there a, something just got really loud. Um, you're going through a difficult period. Where yeah, of course. What was going on? Basically, I always, I always liken my my little moments of madness to like a woman's menstrual cycle. Like, they have it monthly, three or four days, and it's and it all get on top. Uh, it's not as it's not as common as that with me, but like every every couple of months, my brain will just go completely haywire, and I'm just. I feel all sorts of different emotions, you know, I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm, I feel nothing, I'm, I don't, you know, I didn't leave the house for three or four days, I'm not going into any details, I don't, I don't really want to discuss, and I'm not massively proud of it, but, um, you know, it can still harm in many different ways, and um, I shaved my head, I used to punch myself in the face quite a lot, got out of that, I shaved my head now, someone on board, you know that, why were you doing that? No, because you know what, it, it, the whole punch in the face thing, I used to calm down, I used to calm me. Now I shave my head and I just feel I just feel a bit more relaxed. So, you know what, my little funny moment for this camp's out of the way now. It was out of the way early. I got my head back in the game, I'm a bit more mature now. And, but there's no real reason behind it. I don't do it, I, there's millions of people in the world will do the same thing. 
I believe. But, but when you have those moments, do you kind of contemplate whether you want to carry on in boxing? Do, do, do those thoughts go? No, it doesn't come down to boxing. It's just, it's just me being me. My dad's a fucking lunatic. You know, he's. he's I'm not proud of it, but I, I see a lot of myself in him. And um, but I'm not. I'm not ashamed of what I am and who I am. I'm just a bit eccentric, a bit mad, and sometimes I, I go off the thing, I go off the rails. I'm not a danger to anybody else other than myself. That's a professional, a professional time that. <laughs> but um, I take the rough with the smooth. But what I do now is, when I was a kid and when I was a bit younger, when I was gambling all my money away and stuff, I would do silly, I would do more silly things. Um, but these days, I know, I know, in three, four, five, six days, things are gonna get back to normal. And I'm gonna be like I am today. I do, mate. All right. And um, I know things are gonna be all right, so I've just ride it out. Lock myself, I go to my friend's house, lock myself in there. I'll let myself out now and again. The house now and again, obviously. Because I had to go with. But anyway, you know what? I was getting on a different story there. And um, but at the minute, I'm just enjoying things. But I am very eccentric. But top and bottom of it is. Thing, like I always say, things are happening all the time. Young men are doing silly things all the time. By silly things, I mean silly, sad things. Like what? Like suicide and obviously recent things in the news. Mike of Love Island and other young men. And what I would say is, everything's going to be alright eventually over time. Obviously, some things won't work out, obviously. But really, 99.9% .9 of things in life will be fixed with time. Broken bones. Bruises, mental scarring, you could call it, you know. I had a weird childhood, but you know what, over time, things thing, thing go away, things get easy. And um, everything over, every, time heals everything, you know. Don't, don't worry about it too much. Get your head down, have a nice sleep, eat something nice, get your real friends around you, and things, and things are all right. And, that, and that's what I do, and that's why I'm all right now. And that's why the last five, four or five weeks since it happened, I've been back flying, I was straight back, I felt all right, I felt started to feel a bit more normal, straight back in the gym, straight back into normal everyday life. Just need to take, you just need to take time to yourself and just breathe, relax, let the madness, let the madness clear, and you're back on, I'm not, I'm not saying everyone with certain problems will feel the same as what I feel, but you know what, I see all this stuff happening now, and, and it's so sad because, I come to the realisation now that time, is, time will heal everything. Apart from certain diseases and certain things, obviously. But time is the greatest healer in the world. I'm like the modern day Mahatma Gandhi these days, you know? That's what I took, I took it upon myself. Did you compare yourself to Mahatma Gandhi? I would, I would say I'm the punching Gandhi, I would say. No, you know what, it's just... Every, life is simple, I think. And I know at times my life gets a bit hard because certain things, I don't know what it is, but I, I just I go a bit mental sometimes, but I know time's going to heal everything. I don't know who said that, hopefully Gandhi said that, I don't know who did, might have been Einstein. Do you know what, weirdly enough, Gandhi was a big fan of the, of the 330 at Cheltenham as well. <laughs> That's when the big race were ever, you know, <laughs> you know what, obviously, we've all got our vices, gambling, women, drink, drugs, whatever else. I don't. <laughs> well, only two of them. But um, time is the greatest healer ever. If you're watching this and you're struggling today, when this goes out, look at me. Give it two or three days. Relax. You'll be all right. Believe me, you will. Because I always am. I mean, I've been in some 
dark places, yeah? Time will heal everything. Believe me. There is light at the end of every tunnel. It's a positive message. It's, uh, no, no, but I'm not. I'm not. You know what I mean? No, see, I'm only. It's a I'm good, it's a good positive message. Yeah, you know what? Time, time will. There's nothing. Time will not heal. <clears throat> Do you know what I noticed? Come. The. <laughs> the tr Do you know what you were just talking about there? The guy from yeah, Love yeah. Island who recently died, which was fucking. Tragic. Horrendous and tragic, yeah. 26 years old. I always think when, and I, I read a post about this and it got me thinking, when, when someone kind of a celebrity passes away and it's supposedly for those reasons, yeah. everyone kind of takes note and goes, you know, we need to kind of address the situation now and we need to do more and everything. But this is happening every day to, no, to, no, to no, not no. just celebrities, no, but no. to everyday people it's happening every day probably every hour it's a difficult thing because like it's um i don't want to use the term epidemic obviously but it's becoming something that's becoming more and more common i believe i don't know i've only been living 26 years 27 sorry today um I don't know, you know, it's becoming more open, it's becoming more of a thing now in the public eye and people are talking about it. But people, my point was to that, people only kind of really no, I understand start what you're saying. pushing for, you know, for people to get help and awareness when someone of kind of high, it happens to someone of high profile, but I see it's in actual fact it should be, it's, like I said, it's happening every day to people, like not just high profile people, to just everyday people. Well, it's, it's the same, like, it's a... It's a question of what what do you do? And I sit here and I'm not Gandhi after all, because I don't know. I don't know. I, you know what I can say? I've been there and and, and I have. I, 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 you share, you, listen, you're talking about which you have done in the past. You've spoken about depression, you've spoke, uh, spoken about suicide, you've spoken about all this, and you do it in a kind of, for a positive way to kind of say, look, this is what my life was like you're doing now, and like you're saying, there's light at the end of the tunnel. No, so, but there is, but it's a case of how do we get that message? How, you know what really upsets me is um, how that, the mic of Love Island and thousands, they, when they get, they, it's a case of, um, and I've looked back to myself and I, and I think at the time, and I just think what, and you think what, what could have stopped me from doing from you know attempting something like that, and, and it's a very difficult thing to ask because it's a very difficult thing to, to get um, to, uh, to. It's a difficult thing to answer. I don't know. We can say, Lord, text your friends, do this. It's a difficult thing to ask to answer because I remember at the time I lost every penny I had, and and at that point in time. Apart from having 24-hour surveillance, you know, there's, there's nothing. Which isn't a long-term solution to have. No, it, to, to have that, is this, it? This is the human. This is the human race. It's the same as certain diseases and stuff like, and we, and we don't have the remedy for them. So we're going to continue to kill kill people. It's the same as this. Is there's, there's no there's no um, 
there's no real solution to it as a whole. All we can do is do our best with, with those around us, I guess, and, and be kind. I mean, you know what I'm sick of seeing? I'm sick of seeing people on social media retweeting yeah. mental health posts and, and stuff. And then the next and then the next word, I'm a fat prick or so and so's a, a whatever else and so and so's this. Be, you know what I mean? Be, you don't know how people are gonna take this stuff. To, to me now I've got older and I'm used to it, but like, these people in the public eye and I know people are saying look it's happening to people every day, but just just on that alone. These messages can hurt, you know. I got one the other week about Shawshank Redemption, about the, the fellow who hung himself saying, this is going to be you. That, that affects you, you know, and a weaker man, and a weaker man, and me, and me. What did they say, sir? Can you... He, he just said, he sent me a picture of um, Brooks was here when he hung himself. Like the old guy. That, he said yeah. that to me, saying something along the lines of, that'll be you. No, if I was four or five years younger and in a, in a worse place, that's, that, he, was, he was upsetting anyway, but... It, what a fucking But there's prick. people out there like that, oh. and, and, that's, and that's a simple thing to eradicate. Just stop being a fucking dick. Stop being dick. a prick, yeah. Yeah, for the, for the most that, part. That would, that would, that's a start. But, I don't, but I, obviously I don't, I wish I had the answer, but I wish I had the answer to all the problems in the world, but I don't. And it's sad, and, I, and all I can, the only advice I can continue to, to the message I can continue to, to continue to spread to those who have a similar problems to myself, a similar problems to other people, and people have worse issues and whatever else. This, things are going to be alright, Coogan, always, 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 always. All I would say, if I can, you're right, you can't kind of... Alright, I'll put it this one, different way. If you know someone, and they're your friend, that you think kind of are going through this kind of thing, if everyone was to kind of have the same attitude of Maybe just, like I said, check in on them. Mm. Make, make, <clears throat> make sure they're all right. If everyone done that to everyone they fought, that would help. Because a lot of people, when these things happen, they kind of, they kind of shut themselves off from every, everyone and people go, oh, I haven't spoke to him for a few weeks. And I didn't know he was going through that or she was going through that. It's, it's, it's a very difficult thing because a few weeks ago when I felt like that, I didn't speak to Montana, with Danny Morell, I didn't speak, I wouldn't speak to any of them. A lot more, and it's, it's just a very, it hard. It's just it a very It's a very difficult thing. But if I they knew, say, if they knew, oh, at that of course, point, yeah, they would, they would be on you, twi- like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's a very difficult thing because it's another thing you, you don't want to, you don't want to, I don't know, like, you don't want to intrude in someone's life. So at the same time, you don't want to intrude. It's a very, it's a, it's a very difficult thing. It's a, it's a major issue in. With, I wouldn't say young men with young men, young women, old men, old women. It, it's it's um it's obviously something very it's 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 um it's dear to me and um it's um it's the sad truth is it's going to continue to keep happening and happening and all we can do is our best to keep stopping it because like it's it's a difficult it's a difficult thing because. Where, um, because I don't know, I sit and I, I don't know, because I, I say, oh, well, do, text your mates, do this. My mates text me when I'm, when I'm on the thing, and I won't reply to them, but I'll turn my phone off. It, it, I don't know what the answer is, but you, um, I don't know, you know, it's, um... How you doing, mate? You all right? Um, what I was saying was, listen, it might not help, because, like I said, if, 
if people did know kind of you were feeling that way or you were in a certain place, yes, you would probably ignore a lot of it. Not not intentionally, just because you just you want to be left to yourself. Yeah, it's um... which, but it could make a difference. I don't know. If someone thought that no one actually really is bothering about them or cares about them, it could make my, my, a difference just to, just to be bothered about someone that you should be bothering about. My two pieces of advice to, to, to A, you're the, per, you're, the, you're the person who's feeling down. There is light at the end of, there's a light at the end of every tunnel. If you're the one who feels like you've got a friend who's in a certain situation like that, you, know, you, you do your best to make the effort to, to make an effort. Make the effort, that's, that's probably the, the point. Effort, just make the effort, because it could make a difference. Of course. Making an effort could make a difference. It's because um, some people are. They it's like they're oh, they're crying out. Yeah. Some people don't want to be left alone. And do you understand what I mean? But unless they know the situation, then it's a difficult thing. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the main reason why. Most people, I don't want to say most people, but for myself, it was an addiction. And a lot of people, I'm very, I'm a very open book. I am what I am. You know, I was a degenerate gambler. That's what I was, you know. A lot of people will be a degenerate gambler and they ain't going to tell anybody about it. There, are, there, are, there is no signs. That's what I was. I was a degenerate gambler. I, I had a girlfriend at the time. I was a fucking... I was, I'm a nice man, Kilgan, but I've done bad things in my time. And there's a lot of people who are exactly the same. I know a lot of good people that do a lot of... Not bad things, but a lot of things they shouldn't be doing. We're human beings and human beings make mistakes. And, and all mistakes can be eradicated over time, again. I, 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 my message always is to people, I say the same things every time, time will eradicate everything. It will make everything right. It won't make things, it, you, you can't put, you can't, certain things you can't put right, but time will heal almost everything. It will heal, it heals everything in your own heart if it doesn't make things right with everyone else. And routine, structure, that's I think the thing Tyson put yesterday again. Routine and structure and how you doing you alright? Right. Right. Routine, structure is key. I sit here, I sit here as um as someone who's, who's done some stupid shit in my time. But I'm still here and that's the that's the thing, I'm still here today. And I don't like I don't I'm not preaching anything to anybody. But um it's difficult. It's difficult. It's hard. It's something that's much bigger than than boxing and everything. It's just fucking. It's just, it's a difficult sort subject for myself to discuss. Because some days I feel like I say all these things. I say oh, I'll do this structure over light in the tunnel. A couple of weeks time, I might be sat at the end of the bed and you think and you fucking. It's difficult. But. You know what I mean? You've got to keep plodding on in this life. But there's always somebody, there's always somebody who needs you. Do you know what I mean? You'll always times think of me now, think of me sisters. You know what I mean? They, they love me, and everyone's got the same. You've got to, you just got to, you just got to keep doing your thing and look at me like three, four years, four years ago in the summer. You know. You know what I mean? In fact, if that day, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm headlining the O2 now. <laughs> you know, thing, things turn around and time, time heals everything. I was, on, I was in the middle of a 15 month away from the sport, just a contract dispute, and I had no money, I had nothing. And then four years later, I'm about to 
moving to my, my second home and do everything else. Time, time is the most unbelievable thing because it will change everything, for good and for bad at times. But in the bad, it will change the good, and in the good, you better be ready for the bad times because they're coming, and then the good will back, roll back around again. So I'm not, and I, that's it. I just keep going on about the same things. But all right, okay. Um, I need to apologise. We've really positioned positioned ourselves really badly here. The toilet is there behind you, oh, is it? so the door kept opening. So the noise. I will apologise. It was. I didn't realise the toilet was there. Um, all right. Well, listen. Uh, thank you for sharing your your thoughts. No, obviously. But Some people yeah. will watch this, listen to you, and they will kind of take some sort of thing from it. So, I hope they do. You know, I always say, um, I love boxing. And I want to I box a couple more years. I want to, I, I um, there's more to life than boxing. And people always, people always used to get on at me and say, David, we've got to give boxing a life. I said, there's more to life than boxing. It's happiness. There's, we're here for we're here for 100 years at the very max, and only 80 of them will be any good. Because when I get if I get to 80, I won't be able to move. So um, I'll take 80 now. I'll take 60. I'll take 50. I'll take 50. Give me 50. Give me 50 now. I'll take it. But um, you know what? I, you know every every time I do an interview with you or anyone else, my number one key aim is to make people laugh and smile. You know, and if I can't do that, then um, hopefully. Um, Hopefully, um, I, I hope every interview I do either makes someone laugh or it makes people think one or the other, I hope. That door. You do do that, so if that that's the is one of your aims, then that is job done. But that, that's the thing, but I always stress, I'm, I'm not, um, I am what I am. I'm going to stop this door from slamming. Absolutely driving me mad. I don't know why I'm bothering doing this now because it's it in the end. It's well, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's what that's 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 it. I guess. That's the that's the thing. <laughs> I didn't even stop it. Um, all right. Well, listen. I appreciate your time. I know. Uh, I don't even know what you're doing here, really. Just down down with Darren training. With Darren. Uh, back home today. I meant at the press conference, not. Oh, Darren does um oh, really? before the bell, possibly. Possibly. He does them shows. Um, train this morning with Darren. We just come straight over from the gym, back home today. Um, fantastic, London, London's uh, different to Lancaster. <laughs> it's nice, it's nice to be, it's just nice to be getting around and seeing new things and whatever else, it's nice. Would you turn down 100 million from the zone? You know what? <laughs> it's funny you say this, because me and Darren were discussing things the other day. I was saying for a million pound, there's not much I wouldn't do. And he was saying some things, would you do this, would you do that? There weren't many no's coming back, you know? And there's some pretty disgusting don't, sla don't slam the door, Chris. So yeah, you know the whole, you know what, Joshua Wilder, all that bollocks. I'm not really bothered. It bores the life out of me. Bores the life out of me. Alright, have you got anything else you'd like to add? Just hello everybody, good day. Hope everyone's alright. Um, have we got any messages for anybody? Just hello to everybody. You know, I always try and try and get someone to mention. So what I'll do is I'll keep you talking as I check my phone. Because you know what, it's always you know what, it's always nice to. Oh, thank you very much. Is that yours? Yeah, it is mine. Yeah. Do you want to go and have a fight with Chris in the public toilet? 
Chris Lloyd, not really. That would be hilarious. We're like twins at the minute. Darren Barker's it. See Darren, if you want. Ask Darren, ask Darren Barker about my ability. Tell him about my ability now. I bet you're sat next to me. I don't want to blow your Tell him about my ability. Would you fight Darren Barker in a public toilet? Oh no, don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's one right there. Hold on. Don't Go on. start. Don't Hold start. Did you have a wrestle? You said that thing to him. No, I'm right, not. Right, so he, he asked me. He asked me a question. I the other day. I mean, there's been a lot of weird questions in the last few days, but he said to me, Darren, can I ask you a question? He goes, would you, I'll look at the camera, would you have sex with a goat and only you and the goat know? Or would you, sorry, or would you not have sex with a goat, but everyone thinks you have? No, they don't think they know. Everyone Darren. knows you have. They know you have. What would you, you do? I'd show the life out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, that was one of the tamest questions a lot. For a million pound, I said to Darren, there's nothing I wouldn't do for a million pound. Re realistically, I'm not going to obviously say, obviously I said it to you, obviously I could, off the camera, I'd just come out of it, but you know, like incest is not something to discuss on camera, so I wouldn't ever say it. But for a million pound, you know what I mean? Like a I've second, heard, I've like heard it all. Second, I've heard everything you No, do. but like, like, what, second what or third cousin. Why are you talking about incest? No, no, but obviously, it weren't me or Darren, someone else was asking all sorts of questions and I said, look, for a million pounds, I think Darren, Brendan Ingle said to me, all his sons over there, he said money will buy you independence and all I ever want out of life is independence. I just want to sit in my little three bed semi, shut the curtains, not gamble, but watch the racing. In a free bed with a semi? Is, is, that, is, that, is that what you said? In a free bed semi. Oh, right. And, and just be independent. I don't want anyone else telling me what to do. And if I've got to beat Lucas Brown to do that, fantastic. If I've got to have sex with a goat to do that, I'll do it. I'm not bothered. So yeah, I'll see us <laughs> So yeah me, yeah, me and Darren get on really well and it's been a fantastic idea. You don't, you don't want to have a wrestle in there then? Make sure that we've got everything. Yeah, let's go in the, oh, he's gone. Chris, wow. ask him if he'll do it. Like 30 second wrestle. I can't wrestle, obviously. I can't risk injury at this point. Chris trains jujitsu as well. That would have been a. That would have been a. It would have been, but I'm professional. Yeah, you're a professional athlete. I forgot. Rest. Rest right. Ball. I will apologise for the door thing again. Um, Dave, thank you very much, Storm to IFL TV. Thank you. We'll definitely catch up with you soon. Also, April 20th. Go on. Um, oh, what I would like to say is, thank you to everybody who said happy birthday as well. That I've not. You know what? It's getting harder and harder to reply. I used to think everyone should reply to everybody, but you can't when there's that many messages. I just want to apologise. I don't reply to. I don't get back to everybody anymore like I used to. Make sure the door doesn't slam. Please. It's an impossibility. But I'm very grateful. And I do read them all, and I do try and reply to ones that I can be funny with. So thank you everybody for give. Thank you to the ones that give me the chance to be funny as well. Because you're the you're the real stars there, not me. They're they're the ones. So thank you everybody for everything. Everything good, not bad though. Dave Allen, thank you very much for coming to IFL TV. Fucking door. We'll catch up with you soon. You will do. We've done 40 minutes here. Long time, that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.